0: You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans, for Auburn fans.
1: We're Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross-country news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my husband and sometimes amazing co-host, Kyle, to discuss the Tennessee Challenge that happened May 1st and 2nd.
0: I was sitting here wondering if you were going to use the superlatives or not this time. You found the equal balance. It took you all season, but you did it.
1: Sometimes amazing,
0: sometimes amazing. I can deal with that. I'm glad you're not upset because I I mean, it's the truth though, for real. I mean, like, I mean, people know from my commentary on this podcast that I'm only somewhat amazing, if that.
1: Kyle is amazing 62% of the time, the other 38% of the time. Can I ask where you got the
0: 62%? That's some well, it's
1: significantly higher than 50, but it's also halfway between 50 and 75.
0: Don't is that really halfway between?
1: Yeah, 62.5 would be halfway between. Oh,
0: okay, okay. You, I forgot that you threw the point five in there. Yeah. All right. Well, there we, that's how we're starting this show. Yeah. <laughs> Tennessee uh challenge. We're back. We've already been to Tennessee Relays, now we're back at the Tennessee Challenge. Yes. Tennessee is one of those places we just can't get away from this season, just like Florida or South Carolina and indoor track and field. that's
1: what I was gonna say. Is it's like Florida. We always seem to go to Florida. Now we're always going to Tennessee.
0: He, here's the funny thing though about this. It's not very flat in Tennessee.
1: It doesn't matter either I know. way. It's a track. I, trap. I it understand that. Oh, okay.
0: I know. I know. But I'm just. there's <gasps> a funny joke that you didn't. Do run you in.
1: understand that it was a cross country joke and we are in track? Do you know the difference? Out of all of these seasons that you have done this podcast with me, do you know the difference in track and field and cross country? You know, there's no javelins in cross country, right?
0: How much fun would it be? To run a cross country no! with a javelin thrown no, in it. No. Like that one, seems
1: like that movie 300.
0: 300. I was thinking Hunger Games, but. Well, that's either right way. What you, so you had a portion in cross country where you had a javelin, you had to throw it. No. The shot then you had to spin while running with the distance. No! Then you had to hurdle something and then pole, pole vault or jump over something. Throw all of it in together. That's what I want.
1: That would be terrible. I think it would be hilarious. And also there are things called triathlons. Biking, sprints, that's what this running. We,
0: we basically make it all an athlete triathlon. triathlon. Like biathlete. So you
1: want a heptathlon, but instead of running I want an, an 800, I want an you're going to make them run a marathon. I
0: want all-a-thon, sprints, What jumps, is that thing,
1: that Iron Man?
0: Iron Man challenge. Yes. Yes.
1: I couldn't remember if that's what that was called.
0: Probably doesn't fit here because it's a little bit different intensity, running through mud and all that stuff, lifting well,
1: tires. Well... <laughs>
0: All right, Tennessee relay or not relays, Tennessee Challenge.
1: Tennessee Challenge. So we are here. It happened May 1st and 2nd in Tennessee, obviously. So it was a smaller group. So some of our headliners that we're used to seeing, the Joyce Camellies and The Kylie Carters were not there.
0: Right. And this is the final regular season meet, too. So, everybody's got to get in their times, their runs. You know, this is the opportunity where you want people to try to qualify for the bigger stages.
1: Well, to be fair, SEC Championships is in two weeks.
0: Well, yeah, but they need times to, like, you know, get themselves. To get their
1: seed, yes. Yes.
0: This is the time. This is your last opportunity, folks. But we still did some good things, even with a smaller field. And now you'll see how small it is when we get to talking through all of the... Uh, different events here in a second, but it Correct. is
1: It was a very small meet.
0: Is this the However, smallest meet you think we've seen?
1: Yeah, this season. However, it doesn't take away from some of the big wins Absolutely, that we had. Yeah, um, and we even had a couple PRs. So that's what's more important, especially when you're looking at a small stage. um
0: Bronze, silver, and gold are better.
1: Okay, well, let's start off talking about some bronze, silver, silver, silver.
0: Mm. Mm, don't hurt yourself. Wowza! Don't hurt yourself.
1: First, second, and third place. <laughs> <laughs> starting off we had Niles Fisher he got third place in the men's javelin then we had Kiara McCarroll winning the women's javelin and Shania Holly placing second in women's javelin
0: so technically we can't say we swept the podium because because one, it was
1: one two three men and women
0: yes but I'm just saying like you know it kind of feels like we could somewhat claim a little bit of a victory like that that we got a placement in you know javelin the entire across the way just I mean I'll take it. I mean, right? You know, I mean, you're not wrong. I like claiming moral victories every once in a while. Yes, you. And that's do. like a dirty word to some people. No moral victories here. I'll take a victory anyway. I oh, get it. Oh
1: my gosh! <laughs> Moving on, we had Destiny Charles. She won the women's 200 meter dash. Brandon Smiley placing second in the men's 200-meter dash. And Giovanni Murray placing third in the 200-meter dash. I
0: love it. Lots of thirds and seconds and a couple of firsts thrown in here as well. Aquindo Bernard placed second in the 110-meter hurdles. Also, David Edmondson placed third there. So, so close to sweeping the field there. I don't know if we had one more competitor in that, but mm, I wish we had so we could have our opportunity to sweep the field. Adam Strouf plays second in the men's shot put. I actually watched this one. I think they shared it on social media. Oh, did you? Obviously, from the angle, you can't see where like it landed, but you could see his form and stuff like that. Let me just tell you, that hurt my head to watch them spin.
1: Oh, it is Not truly- Not spin,
0: but the way they- th- And I guess they spin, too, to throw it.
1: It is a true athletic event. Mm-hmm. I don't think we talk about shot put quite enough. The amount of, like- Dexterity Body control. And yes. We don't think that because usually our shot putters are larger in that, you know, their body mass, right. they are typically a little bit wider, broader athletes, mm-hmm. but they have to be able to balance on their toes and pivot and spin and you know not scratch out and I don't know. It is an art.
0: Let me just say this if anybody had any questions that larger people can be athletic and agile and graceful in a sense. You need no other clue than J.J. Pekegs or Pigs Assist, as I call him, because he's oddly graceful. The Auburn football player this year, he was the bit. He's like the three hundred plus pounder who basically juke people out of their shoes when he had the ball in his hands. Okay, you 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 don't remember that, but many people who are listening to this who love football understand right now and are, like, are like pump fist pumping because they love that guy so much. I'm
1: also just trying to figure out the because correlation he's a, he's, between football and shopping. Well, I'm and just now saying, I got you.
0: bigger guy. But he, you would look at him, you'd say, "Oh, he can't juke people out of his shoes, running the football, now or or throw awesome blocks." But yes, he can.
1: But this is this is a pitch to people that it does not matter what your body shape, your size, anything is. An athlete is an athlete regardless of their looks.
0: Uh, I felt like there was a Dr. Seuss quote in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an elephant is faithful 100 that's what i was about to say oh my
1: gosh
0: (laughs) all right back on track here i'm just
1: saying you don't have to be like a scrawny little muscular kid
0: a scrawny little muscular kid that's to be
1: you know the top athlete in the world no look at people like freaking michael phelps how many calories did that man consume a day a million. How many did he burn he off was, a day? A million. He was pretty
0: chiseled, to be honest with you. Oh,
1: he was very chiseled. But he was also very broad and very tall. I'm just saying, you know, sometimes we get, like, you know, in America. I don't think
0: you're making the same analogy that I'm I'm making, but I understand your point. Well,
1: I was trying to get there, but you cut me off. No, but that's
0: enough about body masses and indexes and all that stuff. You all right, You told me. Zatori Thompson placed 2nd in the women's high jump and also Caroline Lawrence placed 3rd. We almost swept that whole dang thing again. And then Jocelyn Budwig played uh, placed 2nd in the women's discus with a PR for her. So those are all your main highlights, which is a good portion of what actually happened here. I think now we should go into the rest of the results.
1: Sounds like a plan. Okay, for the men's 100-meter dash, we had Christopher Grant, like we said, placing second out of 12 competitors with a time of 10.41, his best this season. And then Jason Reese placed third in 10.70 seconds.
0: A little bit on the slower side of his times for Jason Reese, but still in the middle. It's not his worst time. It's not his, you know, the worst time he could exactly. possibly do. And again I said if you want to know how small this meet is we said this last episode just look at the 100 meter dash or the 200 meter dash No as I was well. going to
1: say let's look at the 200 meter dash seven competitors
0: Right but but compare like if you look at these two events that tells you how big the event is or the meet's going to be usually
1: Right So for the men's 200 meter dash, we have Brandon Smiley placing second in 21.18 seconds, followed by Giovanni Murray placing third in 21.25, and Jason Reese placing fourth, 21.56 seconds.
0: That's a pretty good spread between Jason and Giovanni, isn't it? The uh, 21.25, 21.56 in a 200 meter dash, that'd be pretty significant, wouldn't
1: he? Um, I mean, potentially.
0: I think I don't know. Just to me, that sounds like that spread between them. So it may have been like I was it's wondering. Like
1: how- literally one step. I or know two steps, but It's not even a second.
0: A step matters really in, in a dash. It like does,
1: that. but you can't say it's a wide space.
0: I'm saying proportionally. To me, it sounded like a little bit because my point was: look how close he might. How close was he to getting on the podium with him and sweeping the whole thing? You know, that's what I'm focused on this episode. Of course. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break from this episode for a special announcement. One of the things that we take great pride here at the E2C Network are our listeners are really our E2C Network family. Now, I know they enjoy listening to us, but let's be honest, every once in a while, they probably would like a little bit of change of pace. Well, that's where you come in if you're a business owner. If you have any interest in partnering with us in terms of ads or sponsorships on our podcast episodes, you can reach us at e 2 cnetworkgmailcom gmail.com. Let us help you reach the widest variety of Auburn fans out there. I mean, come on, who else listens to a network where they cover everything from Auburn football to The Bachelor and the connections it has with Auburn? Utilize our podcasts, Facebook live shows, and other flexible partnership opportunities that are available upon request. Let us help you reach the E2C Network family and the Auburn family at large on how you might best be able to serve them. Reach out to us at e2cnetwork at gmail.com for more information. That's all we have for you in the special message. Let's get back into the episode. The men's 110-meter hurdles we've already talked about. Quindo Bernard, second out of six competitors, 14.89 seconds, was his hurdle run. Uh, David Edmondson got third, sixth. Out of six athletes, 15 seconds was his run. And then John Murray, fourth out of six, 15.27. That's just like the the first ones here. Two, three, four. Yep. So close, yet so far away.
1: Yeah, it's all right.
0: All right. Also, the men's 400-meter hurdles, Caden Seal, third out of six competitors there, 53.83 second run for him.
1: Which is ironic because that is the exact (laughs) time. he ran the week before
0: and it's still not his best time. You know, I think he would be okay with that if it was his best time. But it's right. probably I can only imagine how frustrating that is for him to not have your best time last time and still do the exact same thing yeah. this time. It's like I mean
1: down to the hundreds of a second.
0: Running into a wall it feels like. Yes.
1: Moving on to the men's field events, we've got the men's high jump TJ Funches placing 4th. With a jump of two meters and David Edmondson placing fifth with the same jump of two meters. Mm -hmm. Um, Moving on to men's pole vault, we had the one competitor, Matthew Asplund, placing third out of nine competitors with a vault of 4.88 meters.
0: So not his best of the season, but better than his uh, previous one, which was two weeks ago.
1: Yes, exactly. Uh,
0: So he improved a little bit from his last time. The long jump, John Murray got sixth out of six competitors. His jump was 6.63 meters. So that is his best of the entire. Year. So and to a, be
1: fair, he's only competed in three meets right the long jump. But that is his best by a lot.
0: A big significant amount by his first and his second attempts this season. Yep. All right. So now the throwing things. Got to love it when you can throw some things around. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shot put, Adam Straff is where he talked about. Got that silver medal. 18.22 meters was his throw. Not his best of the season, but still a pretty good one. The hammer throw, we got three competitors. Kyle Brown, third out of seven. 65.69 meter throw. Eric Ebel, fourth out of seven, 63.22 meter throw. And then Kyle Moisson, uh, fifth out of seven, 62.89 meters. Third, fourth, fifth. Not, It's not as good as two, three, four, but hey, I'll take it.
1: That's true. Wow. Well, okay, moving on to men's javelin. We had Niles Fisher, like we discussed, getting first out of seven competitors with a throw of 72.85 meters. Mm. Then Josh Wallace placing fourth in 58.27 meters, and Eric Ebel placing fifth, 57.9 meters.
0: Well, you know, I I thought with Niles, here's the interesting thing. I saw us get a win in Javelin. I was expecting Kylie Carter's name to come up. Right, right. But he's already done, you know, a great job in his previous meet. With that 74.3 meter throw. He'd get just a little bit under that this time, but yeah. it's still enough to win.
1: Absolutely. So, our final men's event was the men's discus. Kyle Moison placing 10th out of 15 competitors in 46.95 meters. John Murray placing 14th in 34.32 meters. And David Edmondson placing 15th with 22.96 meters.
0: All of these athletes in this event did a little bit less than what they normally would. Um, so it's probably not their best overall attempts this season. Yeah, but obviously, still but that's all right. Yeah. They're
1: out there. They're doing it.
0: Absolutely. The women's events now we're in. We've got the 100-meter dash, two competitors. Nia Benton Andrews, 5 out of 11, 11.86 11. seconds for her. Destiny Charles, 7th out of 11, 11.9 11. seconds was her run. The women's 200-meter dash, we've already talked about. Destiny Charles won the whole dang thing out of 13 competitors, 23.8. 8 seconds was her run.
1: That's almost her best this season. Her best was 23.73. So
0: close. And we've seen this happen a lot with Destiny where she's kind of middle of the pack in the 100, but then it's like that second extra 100 yards just gives her like the leg right there. I'm telling you,
1: the 200 is her event. Definitely is. So women's 800, we only had one competitor, which was shocking, but we had Jennifer Dietrich, placing sixth out of 12 athletes with a time of two minutes, 14.6 seconds, kind of right in the middle of where she's been this season.
0: Right in the middle of the field and right in the middle of where she's been all season. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm super okay with right in the middle. That's
0: called consistency. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Now back to the field events, we've got the women's 100 meter hurdles. Well, let's be honest, this is still kind of a debate. Whether it's a track event or a field event, I'm calling a hurdle a field event. Don't at me. No, no,
0: no, 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 no. They're See, running hear, on what, the track. What did you just say? They are running on the track.
1: What did I just say?
0: They are running on the track. It is a track. They are
1: jumping over things. But running uh,
0: but what do they do first?
1: Just like in long jump. So in long jump you run first.
0: But still but it's off the track. So there it doesn't qualify. I win. You are you lose. And, where, and where does that bring you back Nowhere.
1: to me? Nowhere. Back to me brought me nowhere that's an in-game
0: reference for people who don't understand that i don't
1: care about in-game in-game sucks
0: <laughs> oh wow
1: <laughs> women's 100 meter hurdles natasha jordan placing fourth out of 11 in this field event with a run of 13.95 take that I called it a run, and I called it a field event.
0: You take the gold in bitterness. Well,
1: (laughs) you're not wrong. So the women's 400-meter hurdles, we've got uh, Tyler Colbert placing fourth out of seven with a time of 62.41 seconds, and then Nia Benton-Andrews placing seventh with a time of 67.47 seconds.
0: So here's the interesting thing. We've got a 2-3-4 finish for these three competitors in the women's high jump. Zatori Thompson followed by Caroline Lawrence and then Kamaya Dindi, two- Three, four, all had a jump of one point seven three meters. Satori and then Caroline both got a you know one step above the others in terms of attempts. Right, that's how it right. always does. So even though they have the same they jump, they all cleared length,
1: the same height. Just they just attempts. didn't clear it as many times
0: because there what would happen if there's an actual tie like would they just leave it as that how do you yeah okay yeah,
1: yeah. for high jump they just leave it just as a like tie
0: two at, two at second or yep. something like that So yep. have it two happens
1: s- pretty frequently
0: so what happens if you have two on the podium in one spot does that ever happen
1: yeah Pretty really? frequently.
0: that's a small space to stand up on together yeah that's not social now, distancing No, I can't
1: remember what you know there's not always a podium right like that's not always a thing wait
0: there's not always a
1: anyway podium? what I was gonna say is, what's
0: the point sorry 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 <laughs>
1: What I was going to say is I don't know how the points go because in some meets, if there's a tie, the points are split. Like, you know, you get 10 points for first place. Yeah. The points are split five and five. Yeah, yeah. However, then it becomes an unequal sharing of the points because then second place gets eight points. So technically then the second place person gets more points than the first place person. So... I don't
0: know the rules on that. I don't know about Java when she started talking math, I just kind of blanked out there. <laughs>
1: okay, next event. <laughs>
0: All right, the last of the jumping things, women's long jump in Monty Jones, 11 out of 14, 5.46 meter jump for her.
1: So, moving on to women's shot put, we had Mara Hewalt placing 5th out of 13 with a throw of 14.94 meters. And Jocelyn Budwig placing 6th with a throw of 14.37 meters. Then in the women's discus, we had Jocelyn Budwig again placing 2nd out of 9 with a throw of 48.91 meters. And Mara Hewalt placing 4th fourth in 47.42 meters.
0: And then finally, in the javelin, as we always like to end with, here, McCarroll got the win without Kylie Carter there. She's doing big things even when she was competing with Kylie, <laughs> Kylie Carter in the same field. Uh, first out of seven, 50.20 meter throw for their far and away best of the season. Shania Holly, this is. Uh, almost a new name. I was about to say, we haven't talked about her a whole lot. She got second out of a seventh, forty-five 45.47 meter throw, which was just under her previous one. So she had kind of matched her last one. It would have been a little bit closer, but still pretty far away from Kara McCarroll. She kind of ran away with this whole thing.
1: That's okay. One, two. You're not mad at it, are you?
0: I'm not mad at it. So here's what I take away from this meet. Tell me. Obviously small field. Right. Overall, in terms of when you look at PRs and stuff and how close they were, some of our athletes were, It wasn't the best showing, so if this had been a larger field, we probably wouldn't have seen as many first, second, thirds. That doesn't mean it's a bad meet; it just means that you know this was kind of uh, everybody get your your event times in, your runs, your jumps, all that stuff. Get your qualifiers in so you can seed for SEC nationals, all that good stuff.
1: Well, speaking of the SEC, it's a perfect segue. Mm -hmm. SEC Outdoor Championships May 13th through 15th, three days in, of course. College Station, Texas. Is it there every year? I was is? saying so by saying, of course. So. I feel like it's in
0: Arkansas sometimes. Most
1: of the time it is.
0: Okay. I just I, f- I feel like it kind of switches back and forth well, between there. Listen,
1: I thought the championships were in Arkansas.
0: They're in Eugene, Oregon, usually, aren't they?
1: Yep. Wow. You were just derailing my entire show. <laughs> but Glad I'm, you're here.
0: I thought you'd be proud to remember this that.
1: This is the 38% kind of day.
0: I, th- I'm, I thought you'd be proud that I remembered all these things. I am easy. so proud. <laughs> All right, SEC door action coming up. I'm excited.
1: Yes. So that's all we've got for this edition of Tiger Tracks War Eagle.
0: War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?